Boom. Let's do it. All right. What's up, guys? This is my boy Darius. What's up, Taylor? This is, uh, I've known Darius since I was really little. Uh, Darius played football uh, at the university, or er, at Arkansas State University, not the university. That's all right. Nah, but uh, we're going to get into it. Our topic today is purpose. Mm. We're going to be talking about uh, life purpose, uh, purpose as a Christian, and he's going to give us a really good testimony. He's already told it to me, and I was like, wow. So, uh, you know, we're just going to get into it. But first of all, you know, my new thing I want to ask every guest is, what is your favorite Bible verse of why? So, you know, okay. just tell me. Well, it's hard to just pick one, but mm -hmm. if I had to pick one, I would say um, one of my favorite verses is Luke um, 9.23, what calls us to dot ourselves daily, pick up mm -hmm. our cross, right? Yes, sir. And the reason it's my, one of my favorites is because um, it's, a, it's a challenge to literally um, stop trusting yourself, your goals, mm -hmm. your life, your purpose, and trust the plans and the purpose that mm -hmm. um, that, that God has for you in your life. So sure. um, that was the hardest thing for me, but that was the actual verse that helped me um, change my life yeah. completely. And I didn't really like specify it enough. I'm like, kind of get into it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your testimony in college you told me about. Yeah, so, well, starting out, basically, I grew up in a single parent family home, mm -hmm. um, deaf parents. Dad left when I was about two months old, and um, it was unfortunate not to have him around, but I have one brother who's old, a year older than me. He had to be the man of the house. Mm. We didn't have much money, so we lived in government housing. Um, it was a struggle, um, and, that, and what came with that was a lot of anger and frustration. Of course, I blame my father. Mm. I blame um, I blame him for not being there. I blame him for putting us in that situation. Mm. I blame him for... Um, so much of um, the, so much of the things I experienced as a kid, which that's understandable. Which, yes, which I'm talking things like um, getting into some fights I shouldn't, have, I probably could have avoided. Mm -hmm. um, getting caught stealing at stores. Yeah, I didn't even uh, know that. Yeah, having um, having a weapon under my uh, under, under my bed mattress. You know, mm -hmm. just ridiculous things like that that could have been avoided if I had that father. Yeah. Male role model, male role model, that presence to kind of guide me and teach me, and um, I didn't have that, so I grew up with a, a lot of bitterness and hate mm -hmm. towards him. And whenever you, like, and from what you told me, didn't like the football field? Isn't that where you found, like, kind of, uh, I guess, a sense of purpose? I well, guess. Um, sports in general um, took me away from the from the the hood. Mm -hmm. it took me away from the the people I hung around. It took me away from um, the trouble, basically. For sure, yeah. And it, it kind of gave it was me... your way out. Yes. It kind of gave me um, a purpose, but I took something that was meant for good and kind of made it bad. Made um, it, it became my identity. For sure, It yeah. became the reason I, I breathed, the reason I slept at night, the reason I, I woke up in the morning. It was all about NFL, NBA, whatever whatever direction I can go in, mm -hmm. um, just, to, just to take care of my family, just to take care of my mom. Take care of my brother as well. So it was all about how can I, um, how can I get to this next level mm -hmm. so that I can be the guy of my family. I never, and I never said it like that, but that's that's basically that's, what, yeah, I was, that's what, that's what I was believing. How yeah. can I, how can I be God and take and, and, and take care of my family um, the way I yeah. want to take care of my family? And I think that a lot of people, um, especially people that don't have father figures, I think that that's like the way that um, they feel like they have a purpose, you know, because it's like this. It's like you know, a father is someone that guides you and directs you and really kind of tells you like, you know, I don't want to say what your purpose in life is, but they just guide you. Mm -hmm. And that's why 
you know, fathers are good. I've had some good father figures in my life, my dad, my stepdad, my grandparents, you know, and I like I've had multiple father figures that have been good for me. And I feel like that's a reason that I've tried my best to you know, go in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But for the ones that don't, I really want to encourage you, um, you know, and I've talked about it a few times in the book I read by Lecrae, Unashamed. He's talking about how he grew up fatherless. And for so long, he tried to replace that with, you know, money, sex, drugs, all, like all these things trying to, you know, fulfill like, you know, fulfill that, that need for a father in his life. And once he gave his life over to God, then that's, he said that was the the only real father he ever needed. Mm. So, um, I totally agree. That's kind of, yeah. that's kind of part of my, my story actually. Um, as I continue on in that, um, literally it wasn't until, um, my sophomore year, end of my sophomore year mm -hmm. in high school playing football, because I played football, basketball, ran track. Uh, I did everything. I was in robotics. I did. I mean, math. My boy, my, my boy's smart. I, well, <laughs> I, I did anything I could. I went the smartest, but I did anything I could to find an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And um, football was one thing that blew up for me really, really, really fast because I was tall. I hit six feet tall in sixth grade. Um, it's tall I was now. I was dunking a basketball seventh grade. Uh, 10th grade, I broke my high school backboard. Uh, <laughs> God, really? Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. Um, so it was, it was, it was some things that was, that was going great for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, got opportunities on both sides and football was the, the biggest opportunity by far because I had schools that, um, all around the country asking me to, um, um, to, to be a part of that program. Yeah as a sophomore and at the end of my sophomore year um getting ready to train for my, my junior year to my ACL yeah mm. lose every scholarship opportunity I've ever gotten and that was um that was a tough blow for me because at that moment in my life um I thought okay I'm doing things right I'm um I'm I'm, I'm acting like a Christian yeah, acting, I'm not, yeah. yeah I wasn't really living the lifestyle of a Christian I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing in relationships I shouldn't have been in a relationship that I probably should not have been in, or not probably that I should not have been in. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't know how to respect um, a relationship. I only did what I thought was best for me, and um, mm -hmm. sadly, that that was the the, the 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 downfall of my relationship. And basically, after I took my ACL, I, I, I blamed so many people from my family to to God. I mean, you name it. I was blaming everybody. Yeah. And it was that moment um, in time where the thing that I idolized, I idolized the most um, is where um, God showed me he was in control. Yeah. He showed me that um, everything else I'm putting my hope and trust in um, is temporary. Yeah. And before we really, the, the topic, you know, of this episode is purpose. And mm -hmm. before we get into it, I want to pray. We didn't, we didn't pray. Okay. We didn't pray. Yeah. So uh, if you want to pray for us, you can. Right. Um, Father, thank you so much for my brother, Caleb. Thank you for this time today. Um, I just pray that um, you bless this podcast, bless whoever watching on YouTube or Apple Music or, or Apple, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts or wherever they're watching, Father. I pray that you, um, that you meet them wherever they are, Father. And um, I, I, I pray and ask that you help us to see that um, whatever whatever is purpose in our life, Father, you're with, you're with us. Whatever we're doing, whatever direction we're going in, Father, you're with us. I pray that we um, be comforted, comforted by this good news. And we thank you for your sacrifice um, through your son, Jesus, on our, on our behalf. You see your name, we pray and thank you. Amen. 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 And, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about purpose because... I was actually talking to a friend of mine that I consider to be a wise Christian, and we didn't disagree on purpose, mm -hmm. but 
we kind of had two different views on it. Okay. Like, I think your purpose is not necessarily in what you do, but like the fact that you're breathing mm-hmm. and the fact that you're alive. Like, you obviously have purpose in this life if you are watching this video right now. Mm-hmm. If like God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And I think that our purpose is lived out each day. Okay. That's just how I view it. I don't think purpose is necessarily this one grand event that defines your life. I mean, it might be, you know, I'm 19, I don't know much, but uh, I've just found that whenever you look at your purpose as, you know, something you live out each day, instead of, you know, like think about this, if, if I think my purpose is to, you know, play basketball, or if he thinks his purpose is to play in the NFL, it's like you're striving for that each day, and that's all you think about, then there could have been people that you could have affected mm-hmm. in the days you were building up to that event. And I think purpose, that I, that's just me, I think purpose is not in tomorrow or the next day or even today. I think it's in this day, mm-hmm. like each day. I think that that's how you live out your purpose, by loving other people, loving God, and influencing other people. That's just what I think. Okay. So. Um, if... If I were to explain purpose, um, I would say, um, how would I explain purpose? I would say purpose is more of um, um, you being able to identify um, areas where God has um, blessed you, not just blessed you, but um, made you maybe a little bit more, um, well, we can say bless you or, or gifted you or something that that's, that is something that's fairly easy for you or something that you're really, really good at. For example, I'm really, really, I'm really, really good at building relationships. For sure. I'm really, really good you're at- You're very good at building relationships. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at um, having, being able to have conversation, tough conversations with people mm-hmm. and help guys process things. And, yeah. Uh, or even breaking down information. Well, uh, yeah, really yeah. And I, I know, yes, okay, you're very right in that sense. I, I guess I meant for me purpose as in like a grand, like, event or scheme Mm -hmm. I don't know like I feel like we each as Christians have a purpose and what I mean by that is if we all look at one thing we're like okay what what is similar in our purpose like Mm -hmm. everybody then it is to love the Lord our God with all our heart soul and mind and to love our neighbor as ourselves. I think that if you look at one thing and you say okay what purpose do we all have in common that is definitely to you know to seek God and to build relationship with him and the next, I think, is to build a relationship with people because mm. those are the two greatest commandments. Mm-hmm. And your purpose is going to be different than mine as in, a okay, your personal purpose yeah. is going to be different than mine. But in the grand scheme of things, I think that, you know, it's very obvious. It says God made us to love him, build relationship with him and then with other people. Mm-hmm. So how you influence other people and how you love them, I think that's how you live out your purpose, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Your purpose may be in drawing art. You could affect people and glorify God with the way you draw art. You may not talk to one person. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I love talking to people. He loves talking to people. Mm-hmm. I feel like my purpose is lived out each day whenever um, you know, somebody is sitting at a table by themselves. I feel like it's my responsibility to go sit by them and ask how they are. Mm-hmm. Like That's just like little stuff to me that I feel like is my purpose. Now, do I sit around and just be like, okay, I'm only going to read my Bible. I'm only going to see, okay, who's next? Mm-hmm. No, that's not how it is. It's when opportunities present themselves. Okay. It's like when I'm going to do something and an opportunity is there to influence someone or to impact someone's life or to love them, then I'm going after it. Right. So I think that purpose is in each day and mm-hmm. the opportunities that God puts in front of you. Right. So big, big, big grand scheme. Basically, I, I kind of see what you, what you what you're saying. 
purpose overall mm -hmm. to know God, mm -hmm. to make him known. All right. Yeah. Two things, know God, make him known others mm -hmm. as well. Um, but if someone comes up to me and say, hey, what is my, my purpose in life? Of course, it is to know God, to make him known. Yeah. Or it's in the area yeah. of you. Of, 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 like in, you can you can do this in whatever. You can be a welder at a, at a, at a, at a, at a, at a big company. You can be uh, a basketball player, a football player. You could be a janitor. Mm -hmm. You could be... You can do anything, but as you're doing that to the best of your ability, you'll be presented with opportunities mm -hmm. to to know God and make Him known to other people as well. For sure. Which again, are, are is calling you to live out your purpose. Your purpose mm -hmm. could be in the moment of where you are right then and there. Yeah. Doing exactly what you're called to be doing, whether it, whether it is whatever it may be at a hospital, mm -hmm. uh, in a classroom teaching, no matter where you are, God is going to be with you. And you're gonna have opportunity to live out the purpose that God is um, destined for you to live out, no matter what you're doing. That's yeah, gonna... for sure. And I, and I think that um, our passions, you know, passion and purpose are two very different things. But I think you can live out your purpose with your passion, whatever that may be. I'm passionate about basketball. I'm passionate about you know this podcast. I'm passionate about a lot of things. And I think Darius does a great job of living out his passion each day. I will never forget, and I meant to tell this story. I told him I will never, ever forget in my entire life when I was up at ASU and Marquise Davis, you know, hadn't seen Darius in like a month. And Marquise, you know, anyone that knows Marquise, is Marquise is like kind of, <laughs> kind of chill, you know. And I will never forget, he turned around and he went, and his eyes got super big. He said, Darius! Mm -hmm. And he ran up to him. And Marquise, like 6'8", ran up to him, jumped in his arms, gave him a big hug. And I was just like, what in the world? And I was like, that kind of shows how great Darius is at, you know, uh, building relationships with people. And if you're okay, if you guys don't know, Darius is like the FCA, uh, is it the FCA, one of the directors, I yeah, guess? I'm one of the directors on campus. Yeah, he's one of the directors on campus at ASU. And I've known Darius a long time. I've known Darius since I was little because he played at ASU. And, you know, you had dreams of going in the NFL and then Kind of tell like what happened, you know, to yeah. make that uh, not happen. Well, real briefly, Marquise Davis is a guy I get a chance to spend time with and disciple. Mm -hmm. um, hadn't seen him in a while. He, it was exciting to see one another, and uh, that's the kind of relationship we got. I, I try to have that same kind of relationship with all my mm -hmm. my. I say my, but all the athletes. It's not about. I promise you, it's not me. It's it's it's, um, it's this guys giving me favor to to be able to um, build a great relationship with guys. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening, um, which is kind of a finish of my testimony. Um, God made it clear to me that he had a different plan for me. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a different purpose for me. Because I, I want to make my purpose NFL, NFL, or NBA. But um, NFL, for sure, was, was what I was pushing for most. Yeah. Um, and after I told my ACL, God, that's when my life changed, basically. I, I heard the gospel um, at church. That's where Luke 9, 23 came in. I didn't understand how to die to myself daily. And I and I decided to, to follow Jesus then because now the, the things I idolized the most were taken away from me. Mm -hmm. hey, I've been there. In, in my in my sports. Um, so at this point I'm making strides and, and steps to push forward, but I'm still I'm still carrying a hurt towards my father and anger towards my father not being there. I get to um, my first offer, I had about seventeen offers. My first offer was Arkansas State. A school who's willing to take a chance on me after um, me mm -hmm. telling my ACL, and I came on a visit, fell in love with it, met some amazing people, built great relationships as well. Um, I began to 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 look around my, my my campus, my teammates, and see 
A lot of these cats are just like me. A lot of these mm -hmm. cats are just as hurt as I am, just as broken, come from the same kind of situation, yeah. and need to hear the same truth that mm -hmm. I had to hear that, that that changed my life. For sure. So what I ended up doing is um, I made my goal. I made it my goal to see how many of my teammates I can reach, reach, reach awesome. um, through the gospel, um, mm -hmm. through sharing this truth with them and spending the time with them. And football, I just let that kind of come. Now, I did still compete. I, I did still want to play. I did still have my moments where um, I was just – I wanted to be on the field at all times playing, but more you get than played. Why aren't you on the field? I did play. I didn't play. I mean, I want everybody want to be a starter. Everybody want to be top of the line. Everybody want to be all conference. So I had, I had um, other guys who were just great, you know, uh, like oh, Alice. Oh, like Alice. No, I, okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like Alice Carrington, who got drafted to the Buffalo Bills third round. Like uh, I had Brandon Joyner, who was defensive player of the year. Mm -hmm. I had several guys um, that I played with that were really just as good. Yeah. Uh, so my time was split. I cut. Um, with some uh, shared, I say that it was shared with other guys who were just as good, yeah. and I had to be okay with that, which is hard. Coming from a school where you're you're the best, you're the, um, you're the guy, exactly. So, yeah. um, God humbled me even more in that in that way, which was really really good, and I got a chance to focus more on these souls um, on my campus. Mm -hmm. But I say all that to say, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back to answer your question. Um, what happened? What happened was um, throughout that time, I'm still carrying this hurt. And I get I, I, this. This is why it's so important to make sure you have someone um, older than you, wiser than you, um, to pour into you. Um, yeah. I had um, a guy named Robbie Fowler, Chuck Gaswin, several guys who, who who poured into me, who discipled me, mm -hmm. who um, who sat with me weekly, and shared and shared, and shared, and shared truth with me. Um, and, and what happened was. Um, the prodigal son story was shared with me and broken down in a different broken down in a different way uh, and it helped me in so many levels um to basically forgive my father um from the hurt that i, that I carried and, and um and from that from that point on man um i got a chance to to experience um what it looked like to have a, a father who loved me care about me yeah. um, and, and, and would do these things um for me that my my earthly father couldn't do yeah. Exactly. And, and Lecrae talked about that same thing, talked about how um, he said that whenever he was in college, he kind of, <laughs> it's a little bit, uh, <laughs> but he kind of viewed um, Jesus as this, like, he said he viewed Jesus as like this soft guy that was just all like loving and all, and like, which is great or whatever. But he said that whenever he went to a service and he heard about who Jesus really is, the tough and the loving person he is, but how strong he is. And it was like describing, like when he died on the cross, you know, like how much he endured. And he was saying that whole time, like, like that he did that for him. Like he said that the pastor there was talking to them instead of at them. Mm. And he said that whenever that happened, whenever he like realized how personal God's love is for him, he was like, like, okay, do you remember what Todd was talking about, about the sin blowing up in your face yeah. or whatever? So we were at um, an FCA meeting, and Todd Baumgartner, the other director of FCA, he was talking about He's how— He's a multi-area director, but, go, but it's the same. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. No, but he was talking about how, you know, whenever Jesus comes into your life, it's like you have all this sin around you, and then it's like Jesus, like, flips the light, and you can see everything, and you just see all your sin all around you, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And so— Basically, Lecrae was saying that it was like Jesus flipping that light and all his sin just blew up in his face. And he started crying. And he was like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? This and that. And 
basically he realized that Jesus died for him. Jesus died for him personally. Whenever you realize that Jesus like was thinking about you personally on the cross whenever he died for you, you'd be like, wow, God, my father, God loves me so much. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so Ty actually was teaching on this um, uh, two weeks ago, um, coming out of 1 John, I think, First um, John chapter 1, starting in verse 5, maybe, mm. um, just talking about basically the importance of um, having a light, walking in light, um, mm. not in darkness, and the, and the difference between the two, so... Um, great that you're able to pull that out. Um, so yeah, check that out. I think that's great, great, great points. That you First were, John chapter, what'd you say? First John chapter one, starting at verse five. It's really I good. Um, but he did he did a great job um, breaking that down. You should check that out. Read that um, and, and get a chance to med meditate, chew on that as well. Mm -hmm. But I totally agree, man. Um, it's, um, it's it's important to recognize that you are you're sinful, that you're um, mm -hmm. in need, that you um basically that we need saving daily yeah for sure um, and we no don't question. have it all together uh we are we are we are silly we think that we can all <laughs> figure it out you know yeah and i think that you know the fact that we have someone to lean on whenever um things go wrong it's like this okay when you tear your acl when your sports taken away from you when that person leaves you or whatever like you know, like friends leave you whatever it may be whenever you have jesus to lean on it's like, it, I'm not saying those things don't phase you. They should hurt you. you know? I mean, like it, it should. If it meant something to you, it should hurt you. But whenever you have Jesus to lean on, it's like you kind of like have a new perspective. And you're like, okay, this is what's most important. Like Jesus is what's most important. And whenever you have a constant perspective of that, it's like your identity can't be shaken. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, Darius towards ACO, he had to really, you know, know what his identity was in yeah. uh, I've had some stuff that's happened in the last four months of my life that's made me realize you know like what is my identity in and whenever you constantly look back to Jesus you have someone to lean on and you have somebody that loves you and you have somebody that's going to care for you when all these other things in the world like they might be cool but they're not going to be there in the long run right so I also um after I after getting to college Ended up having another injury my junior year in college, which mm -hmm. let me know that I wasn't gonna go to the, I wasn't gonna pursue the NFL. Um, once we tear my NCL, a guy fell on my knee. Um, as we were getting ready to train for our bowl game, offensive center um, uh, was thrown into my knee. And he fell on my knee and tore my, my NCL on my other knee. Um, I've, I've had other injuries from dislocated elbows to partially torn labor wow. shoulders. I mean, broken fingers and, all, and so much more. But Football's um, it's brutal. It's, it's very brutal. brutal. But um, more than anything, um, it, those those things didn't didn't matter as much mm -hmm. because I knew exactly. Okay, this is what God want me. This is what God want me. Right here, right now, this moment to to focus on these guys who are lost on this mm -hmm. campus. Who, how can I share truth with these guys here? Because. Uh, ultimately, they're gonna they're gonna go up, they're gonna leave here. They're gonna be husbands. They're gonna be fathers. Mm -hmm. and they're gonna be leaders of their communities. And how, how did can, you affect them? Yeah, how can we affect these guys in such a way that they can affect their whether they go back to as a father, as mm -hmm. a husband, uh, as a leader of their community? They can affect all people around them. So you know, it's bigger than football when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to football, and there's one thing I heard when the coronavirus happened, <clears throat> um, and I think that 
I don't remember who it was, maybe some guy with the last name Green, I don't know his name, but Michael Robinson, we had Michael on, on the podcast one time. Michael sent something to me, and it was basically like this guy. He said, you know, it, like all these things are happening right now with coronavirus, and he said, whenever people look at Christians, are they going to freak out, or are they going to still trust God? And he was like, you need to live out a life where people look at you and they say, I don't know what he has, but I want that. Mm. And that, like, ever since I heard that, that's my favorite thing in the world to say. I went up to uh, Pastor Wayne. He was the, the pastor at uh, First Cumberland Presbyterian Church in Batesville for a long time, very close to my dad. And I asked him just because, you know, I wanted to seek some wise counsel. I was like, you know, Pastor Wayne, what is the best way to affect people? Like, what is the best way to influence people and, you know, to make them realize, like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, I want to live my life for Jesus. And he said, the best way possible is the way people see you live out your life. Mm. And I and he said, whenever people look at you, he basically said the same thing. He's like, when people look at you, they should be like, wow, like, why is he so jumpy all the time? Why is he so joyful? Why is he so passionate about this Jesus dude? And whenever you... When you know your purpose, oh, in the grand scheme of things, when you know your purpose, you know the reason you're alive. I am alive right now so that I can tell the world about Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is why I'm alive, and that is my purpose. And I know that, you know, like as a personal purpose, you know, maybe I found it, maybe I haven't, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but I think as an overall, I definitely know my, the overall perspective, what's most important, what matters most, and that's, you know, the people that you affect in whatever you do mm-hmm. and how you show Jesus to other people. And, that, and that'll, that, that'll flow um, as well as you. Your first goal is not to look at someone as, um, as a project. No, 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 you definitely not. Anything, just to invest in a relationship with them, um, just to get to know them, their background, things like that. Because most time as you get to know someone, you can identify, uh, or they will actually identify to you from the conversations or from the time you spend with them. Uh, what's pretty much what's replaced God in their life? Mm-hmm. Um, what is their the the thing that that they're idolizing almost um, mm-hmm. or um, struggling with that's causing them to miss the truth, the realness the, um, uh, 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 of Jesus in their life? And yeah, that's what you disciple. That's what you gospel there. Yeah, that's that's where you. That's the angle you take. Yeah. And another thing about you know I've talked about that book a lot, but. Lecrae was talking about when he first became a Christian, he viewed um, the Christian walk as marking people off a checklist. Like, okay, I help this person. Oh, I help this person. Oh, I help this is that's three. Okay, I want to try and get ten this week. That's not what it's about. It's not about checking people off a list. It's about loving people and you know showing them the love of Jesus. And like, you know, whenever you build a relationship with somebody, it's more important to to build relationships with people than anything because. Whenever you build an actual relationship with them, you can show them your relationship with God. Like Christianity, yes, obviously it's a religion, but a lot of people like to say relationship over religion mm-hmm. because I don't sit down and recite the Ten Commandments and uh, make sure my life is perfect. I sit down and I talk to God. I read my Bible and I actually think, like I talk to God, you know, God, what can I do today to glorify you? God, what can I do today to do this? I actually talk to God. I don't just sit there and... You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because it's a relationship. Absolutely, totally a relationship. Um, I challenge, I challenge guys all the time. Some of the guys I even meet with to have moments of um, just silence and solitude, just to sit down for maybe two minutes with no mm-hmm. distractions, 
and just just meditate on um, um, the goodness of God mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and just in your personal life alone, not just as a whole, but well, how, how is he good to you? Uh, how has he been faithful to you? How has he been gracious and merciful to you? And just meditate on that. For sure. And you and you you get a chance to reflect. And what that does is that kind of um, lowers anxiety. It kind of lowers stress. It kind of also sure. makes you realize, man, God has done so much for me already. If he never does anything else, man, he's done so much, so much already. You know, and I'm okay with it. You know, mm -hmm. so. Um, that's a challenge, and that's hard challenge because we have our phones, we have all these things, we got distractions, our, all our, I mean, our video games, we got so many things that can distract us and pull us away. The game, yes. I mean, <laughs> so many people say the game. I don't know why people say that. They're like, I'm about to play the game. I'm like, what's the game? <laughs> about to get on the game. Yeah. yeah. But man, uh, that was really awesome. That was. Uh, I, I hope we specified enough on purpose and what it means to live out your purpose your personal purpose i can't tell you that okay i can't look at you and give you a cookie cutter sheet that's like hey this is what you're supposed to do with your life that's your choice and that's between you and god i just feel like as an overall grand purpose we're all called to glorify god and whenever you know you get in a relationship with jesus i feel like that you'll see that too because it's in scripture and um but yeah so anything else um man um thanks for having me on your show yeah, brother um, I my show you, i love brother. i love hearing that yeah. appreciate you i'm um, inviting me out mm -hmm. and uh, to do this with you I, I pray that you have many 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 success mm -hmm. from this um that many lives and many, many souls be touched from this as well um but uh lastly i would say man you, i wouldn't stress more about your purpose i would just look at um what god has gift what god has gifted you um, whether it's your speaking, whether it's your community, um, whether it's your um, your gift of whatever it may be, um, being super detailed. My wife, her, her gift is her and her detail. She's so detailed in certain things that mm -hmm. people come to her all the time for, for help with things, and that's right. her, that's her angle, that's her purpose, that's her, her way of sharing truth with people as mm -hmm. well. Um, I'm not that detailed, you know. So you mean like she like draws and stuff? Not she like detailed as far as the small things that most people miss. She will. She will comb. She will, she'll take a fine tooth, a fine tooth comb, and comb through all of the information. She'll be the person that reads the small, 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 um, worded paragraph at the bottom of a contract type deal. I got you. She said, "Hey, look. Hey, did you know that if you do don't do this, 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 and this, then you will disqualify yourself for this, that, this, mm -hmm. that." Like she's that kind of person. Not. I got you. Not a not a, like a nerdy type person, but she's just very, very detailed. Right. And people see that. Um, she's the one on the Enneagram. If you don't know about the Enneagram, it's a free test you can take online. And um, that's, of course, that's not the gospel, but it's, yeah. just, it's a guide. It's a tool. I think I'm a two. Yeah. It's a guide. It's a tool to kind of help um, know um, yourself. I know guess. yourself more. Um, understand your gifts a little bit more as well. And man, my wife, she's definitely walking a purpose for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, all right, man. We're going to end with some prayer. Uh, thank you guys for coming on, and uh, we'll get finished. So, all right. Dear God, thank you so much for this awesome day that you gave us. Thank you for having my brother Darius on here. Darius has been a great influence for me in my life. And uh, I think he would agree that anyone out there that, uh, you know, needs some advice or is just lost, you know, can reach out to either one of us. And uh, I just thank you for um, showing us what it means uh, to live out purpose each day and to, um, you know, do our best to honor and glorify you in everything that we do. And I, I just pray that you... Uh, help us to continue to walk with you 
And I pray that you help us to be an example to other people on how to walk with you, Lord. I thank you so much for everything that you gave us. Uh, I love you tremendously. And I thank you for everything, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, last but not least, um, um, as Caleb said, I'm doing um, SC on campus. Mm -hmm. If you want to support, just go to DariusDunaway.com and you'll be able to see um, exactly what I do mm -hmm. and um, how to be a supporter as well. Uh, me doing this full time on campus. Yes, I'll, um, put a, I'll put a link in the video. Perfect. perfect. All, right. All right. See you guys. All right. <clears throat>